With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Of course, everybody wants to make sure their home is safe when they're there and when they're not there. I'd like to introduce you to Simply Safe. With home security, there's two ways you can go about protecting your home. There's a traditional way where you wait weeks for a technician to do a messy installation that costs a small fortune, or there's the other way Simply Safe. Simply Safe is everything you need in a home security system. It's award-winning protection, two-time winner of CNET Editor's Choice Award. You get comprehensive protection for your entire home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. You barely notice it's there. But what's truly remarkable is you can set up the system all by yourself. Anyone can do it. It takes 30 minutes to an hour, and there's absolutely no trade-offs to your safety. You have an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police to your home any moment, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com slash team today and you'll get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Go now and be sure you go to simplysafe.com slash team. That's simplysafe.com slash team. Baseball's great charm is that the action comes in spurts, which leaves plenty of time to spin yarns, look at the girls, and make wisecracks. Chaos, C-H-A-O-S, critical hate, and overwhelming stupidity. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Full Count Chaos. I'm just sitting here watching a movie, Rambo First Blood, which is fantastic because I don't know what else to watch right now. The sport's being canceled right now. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to watch. Shit's getting crazy out there. Dogs are living with cats. Birds' heads are falling off. What the hell are we supposed to do? And it's a dark day. It's a bad day for my wife as well. We're both having a meltdown. She loves sports just as much as I do. And now we're like, uh, what? <laughs> I guess we got to talk. We got to talk about adult stuff. Uh, have you paid the mortgage lately? You know, whatever the hell we're going to start talking about. And I see funny posts of guys out there. Yeah, I'm learning a lot about my wife now. She likes long walks on the beach, and she likes dark chocolate instead of milk chocolate. (laughs) By the way, if I see another goddamn post of somebody holding a Corona bottle and saying, I got the Corona, I'm going to throw a fucking chair through the window. What are you doing? What are you doing with yourself? There's got to be more clever jokes out there for this coronavirus. But people love it. They love posting those photos of something with the Corona beer. Now, a few things I want to go over. And by the way, this is going to be the last episode uh, before opening day. Obviously, opening day has been postponed for a few weeks. Not March 26 anymore. Uh, So we're just going to uh, meet back up once baseball starts. There's a few things I want to go over tonight. Remind you on some things that are going to be happening this season on the podcast. Email came in. Guy by the name of Ben. He agrees with me about the mullets and Hunter Harvey. Catching on gives an example of why he feels the mullets catching on. Although Hunter Harvey gave up a home run the other day against the Blue Jays, that was tough to watch. Never thought Hunter Harvey would ever give up another home run in his career, so at least he got it out of the way in spring training. 
Now, before I move on to anything right now, I want to give all my thoughts and prayers to Trey Mancini, scary shit that he's dealing with. And if for some reason you've been locked up in the attic for a week or two and your wife finally realized you're up there and let you down and now you've tuned into this podcast and you don't know what's going on, unfortunately, Trey Mancini had a uh, a cancerous tumor removed from his colon and it was discovered last week during a colonoscopy. Man, that is some scary shit. He's 28 years old. Whether he's 28 or 88, that's some rough shit to go through. Fucking sucks, man. I've had a couple friends die the past few years from cancer. It sucks, major asshole. And when the news came out about Trey Mancini, obviously everybody was wondering what the fuck's going on. But we kind of had an idea in the back of our minds. It's almost like a lot of us didn't want to say the C word. We didn't want to jinx it. But when you heard Alex Cobb come out and say things like, you know, he's going to be he's going to come back stronger with definitely a new perspective on life and an appreciation for the game. I think a lot of us were going, oh, boy, my assumption may be right, unfortunately. And he did post thanking everyone, just basically reminding everyone that, you know, he loves us, too. Thanks, everyone, for the uh, the prayers and everybody reaching out and rooting them on and obviously letting everyone know how much it means to him. And he knows. You know, just because he's a famous guy who plays sports, he reads all his messages and tweets and replies and emails, and he reads them just like anyone else does. He knows. So again, I'm obviously we're all rooting for Trey Mancini, speedy recovery, and uh, hopefully, you know, we hear some good news coming up. And nobody's really sure when he'll return, but who cares? Next year, the year after, the year after that, it's all about him getting better, him being able to get through this. And we're all here cheering him on. And my buddy who used to take his son to the minor league games with, when Trey was playing down there always took the time to walk over, take a photo, talk, always had a smile on his face. Just a great guy. And, you know, I completely forgot, shit, over 20 years ago, Eric Davis had the same thing, had a tumor removed from his colon. I mean, he did come back. I think it was like late September that same season he came back. Uh, So, Trey, we're rooting for you. We're cheering you on. Thoughts and prayers. But it was good news to see that everything went well with Trey's surgery. At least that's what I'm reading. seems like everything worked out for him so far. You know, and speaking of good news, I think everybody needs some good news in their life right now. I mean, holy shit. I made a joke last week about wearing a hazmat suit because of the coronavirus. But now I'm fucking serious. Put those fuckers on right now. I mean, when it cancels sports, when the NBA was canceled, you're like, oh, my God, this shit's getting crazier and crazier every day. Nobody knows how to handle this. Nobody has a plan. Everyone's just like, you know what? Shut this shit down. Shut everything down until we try to get a grip on this and figure out what the hell is plan B. So the Orioles put out a statement just letting everybody know, hey, we're aware you guys put some money down on some tickets and you had plans and. Opening day, shit the bed, they know. The Orioles put out a statement saying they're fully supportive of Major League Baseball's decision to suspend spring training games and to delay the start of the 2020 regular season by at least two weeks. And, you know, they, they say they agree on their advice. Please continue to wash your hands after you wipe your ass, yada, yada, yada. They will be reimbursing everyone their money back for the spring training tickets. And then they said Orioles will be letting everyone know soon how to get their money back with the regular season tickets and what will happen 
once they get their shit together, basically saying, look, we have no idea, guys. Just hang in there. We get it. We're not going to forget about you. Just log on to Orioles.com or Twitter, wherever. We'll let you know. See, some people out there thinking that they're, the baseball season now is going to be until uh, late November. That's not going to happen. I think they're going to try to make up those games that they missed out on in the beginning of the season as best as they can, which means a lot of off days are going to be playing. Uh, the, the players are going to be playing baseball. Remember in 1995 when uh, the player strike was going on, they played 144 games, obviously 18 fewer than normal. But now the question is, will the league be more flexible, allowing each team to carry a few more players for a couple weeks? You know, with spring training cutting short. You know, that doesn't make things easier for Brandon Hyde and all the decisions they're going to need to make. <laughs> you know, this is really crazy. Chris Davis even said, you know, this is something I haven't even seen before. He says it's disappointing. There's some frustration with how much is up in the air, really. We just don't really know what's going to happen. He says, knowing now that the season's going to be pushed back at least two weeks, it changes a lot of things for guys with families, plans to move out and start packing up. It's going to change a lot of things. Obviously, it's for the best of everybody involved. It's a weird situation, to be honest. So Chris Davis chiming in on the situation that we're dealing with right now, with everything getting shut down. It's also weird seeing him hit like this. And it's ironic that when he starts seeing the ball, and he's getting base hits and home runs like it's nothing, like it used to. Baseball shuts down. I'm telling you, it's a weird time right now. And I love hearing the people talk about how they think this is a political hoax. It's the Democrats. <laughs> okay, Looney Tune, go back to your padded room. Those are always fun. I've seen a ton of those posts on Twitter, too. It's amazing. Now, Dr. Drew, I don't know if you remember him from the Love Line. I mean, that was years ago. I don't think that was the 90s. That seems too long ago. But with comedian Adam Carolla, Dr. Drew, they give advice on teens. They were too embarrassed to ask anyone. You know, they call in and say, hey, my penis turns blue when I get an erection. What does that mean? But anyway, so Dr. Drew's posting everywhere talking about how he's not thrilled at all with the way the media is handling this. He thinks that the media needs to calm the fuck down because it's freaking people out. And my wife and I saw that firsthand. We went to the grocery store, which was one of the stupidest fucking things we could have done at that moment. If you haven't been to a grocery store in the past 48 hours, (laughs) good for you. Stay home. People are acting crazy. When it snows and coronavirus comes in town, people feel like they're going to have diarrhea for the next 72 hours and they buy all the toilet paper. But my wife and I, we had a plan. We split up. She went to Safeway. I went to Giant. We meet back home (laughs) and we try to figure out what we bought. Because it was so crazy, we were just pulling shit from the uh, shelves just so we can get the fuck out of there. Safeway, she saw like three fights break out. People were butting in line like they're eight years old, pushing and shoving. She comes home. She's missing one lens out of her glasses. Her hair's all messed up. She can't find one of her shoes. I went to Giant. It was fine. I got what I needed. People were kind of laughing in line about what was going on. No worries. But people are definitely freaking out. Wondering how you're handling this. People are off school now. They're just shutting everything down. No sports, no nothing. It's bad. It's funny. People are putting out articles um, (laughs) of what to do uh, other than watch sports. What do you do with your time? And everything I'm seeing, it's like go on a hike. Write a book. Read a book. Do the honeydew list that you've put off for years. 
<laughs> just start finger painting. Start a new hobby. It all sounds terrible. I'm just going to continue to wait for sports like everybody else. See how we can get through this. So with the Orioles coming up, I mean, it's kind of funny. Obviously, we're going to see more games in spring training. Who was going to do what? I'm sure Brandon Hyde had a big plan just like every other team on who they wanted to see, what they wanted them to work on. But I think we have a good idea what we're going to see out there in the outfield, infield catching. You know, Ruiz, third base, Iglesias, shortstop, Alberto, second, most likely, shifting those guys around. Davis at first base. With Mancini out, we're going to see guys like Dwight Smith Jr. out there. Austin Hayes will be out in center field. Santander, I'm sure we're going to see over in right field. Uh, Mount Castle, I'm sure we'll see out in the outfield running around as well. I mean, just people all over the place. It's a rebuild team. You know, just shifting guys around. Severino, Chancisco, maybe you'll see wins coming up and down. You know, heaven forbid there's an injury and shit like that. With the pitching, you got Cobbs, Means, three and four guy, uh, Wojciechowski and LeBlanc. Although LeBlanc, I'm not that thrilled about. I don't know. He's a left-hander. Good for him. But 35 years old, still trying out for a team, hoping and praying people still like him. You know what I mean? Now, again, left-handed pitcher. It's a plus. Right now, he's the oldest player on the Orioles. What was it? Uh, Palmer, when he came back in the 90s, early 90s, when he (laughs) was trying out again for pitching. I think he could make the team now if he tried, but I think he was 45, right? 45 years old. But with LeBlanc, I know uh, the the three years, the uh, seasons of 2016, 2017, and 2018, he had a 391 ERA. He, he did okay. He did all right. I mean, anytime you pitch in the majors and you can keep it under four, you're doing well. But last year, 26 games with Seattle, he shit the bag. Went six for seven with a 571 ERA. <laughs> now, the spring over five innings, two hits, one run. One walk, six strikeouts, not too shabby. So these guys, you know, number three and number four, these two guys, I'm assuming it's going to be. You got Cobb, Means, LeBlanc, Wojciechowski. And a lot of people uh, look to be impressed with uh, Dean Kremer, number nine prospect, five and a third innings pitch, zero earned runs. And Bruce Zimmerman as well, people are talking about, seven and two-thirds innings pitch, nine strikeouts. So that's something to look forward to. I especially like how Zimmerman, uh, he added some zing to his pitches. A couple years ago, he was hitting high 80s. Now he's hitting low to mid 90s. Good for him. Obviously, we got him from the Braves in the Kevin Galsman trade. And uh, he's consistently hitting 94 miles per hour this spring. That's great. Speaking of Galsman, it's a shame what happened to that kid. You know, he had such potential with his stuff. And I, I don't know. I remember when he first came on the team, just throwing 98, 97. It seemed like he had a decent changeup. I don't know. I'm, I, till this day, I'm gonna, I always wonder, what the fuck happened? It's like Jake Arietta. You know, Jim Palmer would always say, they have such good stuff. What the hell happened? And then I'm sure, as you heard, Keegan Aiken went AAA. Gave him a three-run bomb Tuesday night. He gave him a few of those during spring training. But I'm sure we'll see him again. It's going to be interesting with the roster moves. What's going to happen here? But I'm sure over the next few weeks, we're going to see some roster moves, some changes made. Have to log on and uh, see what's happening with that. Also, the announcements of what they're going to do with the league when everything's going to get back on track. It's a shame, even though it doesn't mean anything, but it's a shame that the Orioles had to end their spring training with getting their asses kicked by the Blue Jays. (laughs) 
Not a good way to end things to start the regular season. Now, I do want to get to an email. A guy by the name of Ben wrote in, agreed with me when I was saying last week how I feel, and I've said this a few times on the show, how I feel the mullet's catching on with Hunter Harvey because we're all starting to be a fan of his because he's one of the only pitchers on the team uh, that we really look forward to seeing other than John Means, but he doesn't have a mullet. So he writes in, he says, I think you're right about Hunter Harvey's mullet catching on. My nine-year-old son is starting to become a big Orioles fan and even started a Twitter account just to keep up with the Orioles. He and his friends all play in Little League, and they're starting to fall in love with pitching. He's now a big fan of Hunter Harvey and is begging his mom and I to let him grow a long mullet. We're still discussing. It appears a lot of kids are requesting the same idea with their parents. Maybe the mullet is coming back in style. Let's hope not. That's from Ben. I'm telling you, it's catching on. The mullet is catching on. I mean, that's everything with all fashion. It always comes back around. It's like right now I'm seeing my friend's kids. uh, The 90s are like the early 90s. The late 80s are starting to come back in style. I remember in middle school, uh, the 70s were in. Everybody was wearing the bell bottoms, tie-dye shirts. So everything's always going to swing back around. So maybe Hunter Harvey's starting the trend again to get the mullet back. I don't care what kind of style that is. I don't think I'd ever... I never had a mullet in the first place. I don't think I'd ever even cut my hair, even as a joke. You know, my hair, it's very important to me. Very, very important. So as I say every week, we're in this together with the rebuild, how bad the Orioles are going to do. Who knows? But now with everything shutting down with sports and uh, opening day getting pushed back, we're in this together. All right. Now, I'm not going to be doing an episode until the season starts. That was my original plan. But with the season getting pushed back, I might throw one more out there. But a lot coming up in this season with this podcast. Of course, I'm throwing more tickets out there to you guys. Just saying thanks for tuning in. Going to be having some new guests coming on, uh, some new random questions towards the end of every interview. Maybe throw some old ones in. Whatever. Going to be mixing it up. Some new segments. And again, Anything on your mind that you want to write into the show, make part of the show. Look, somebody last week uh, sent in an article that they were working on. I read it. I liked it. Made it part of the show. Easy as that. Fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Again, I love getting you all involved. So anything you want to bring my way, let's do it. Let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Hang in there, folks. Be safe out there. We're all in this together. All right? Try to uh, refrain from licking shit. Just licking doorknobs, people's hands. Stay away from that. (laughs) Clean your hands after you take a shit. Till next time, see ya.